2: Good evening, welcome back to Heart and Hand. This is Heart and Hand Extra, your second free show of the week. As always, I am your host, Adam Thornton. Joining me today to briefly look back on the Celtic game and look ahead to Sunday's uh, game against Dundee United is, first of all, Laura Lothian. How are you?
1: I am very well, thank you, Adam. How is yourself?
2: Yes, all good, thank you. And joining us too, we've got Stuart McCall. Stu, how's things? I'm good, mate. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Um okay, so press conference day today. Um I did hope that we would have uh four or five days past of this var referee nonsense, but I guess we know better than that when uh Celtic and the media are involved. Um obviously things have been stoked up again today, Stuart. Um it's an interesting one, this, because when I seen it and then we have obviously the IFAB ruling that that came out after it saying this is this is the the deal. Um it seems like that's not enough for people, which I, I find really weird. It's it's back to this whole Michael Stewart thing. I don't care what the rules are, this is what I think type no. thing, which I, I really struggle with. Um Postacoglu, I guess, is just appealing to his his fan base. That's exactly what they want him him to say. So not really too bored about that. But it's just the general stoking up, I guess, from from everyone else, what was your take on it first of all, in terms of of a, a handball, and why do people seem to think that the rules don't tend to apply?
0: Yeah, I think I think initially at the game, I'm at the other side. I, I, I couldn't see it when I watched it back. Look, if it was me, I'd, I'd be shouting for it absolutely. But the, <laughs> when the rules presented to you and put in front of you, as frustrating as it can be, you, that's the rule. And I think let's be honest, I think Celtic had a, had a a bad decision against him at Tynecastle the first day that VAR was here, in the first game. And I think ever since then, they've, they've had their backups a wee bit about it. Um, I was surprised, to be honest with you, at Postacoglu coming out, because he doesn't usually do that. Yeah, me too. Um, in terms of that, I mean, look, they walked away with a draw, they, they're worse so often, but I think most people resigned that they're going to go and win the league. So it was a bit strange, but I suppose it's just... It's, 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 it's what they sort of want to do. I mean, they, they, as I said, they have had decisions for years, we've had decisions for years, we'll not get some of them and but they seem to have this in them that everything's out to get them. Um, I get, I, I, I've, I've watched the, the incident back a few times and I still can't say for sure, but it's actually the, ball, the direction the ball has actually moved too much. You know, um, I
2: was going to say that. Yeah. It's a, it's a really... I, I didn't. Obviously, you know when you you want to jump in and say actually I think the opposite thing, but yeah. um, it goes through his hands. I think I know, as well, and it's not clear and, con-
0: clear and concise. I, I don't think even at that. Um So yeah, look, I'm a bit. I'm not. I'm surprised at him, but I'm not surprised at the overall reaction. All I can say is that if we had one, it would have been probably ten times worse. Which is saying some.
2: Yeah. Laura, I think probably a, a quite right is a right thing that has been said is as is far is the consistency. There's a a penalty that was given against Conor Barron, I think the other the other week for something quite similar that um, people are are I guess rightfully um, pulling up. But that just because one decision was was wrong doesn't mean that we then have to give every decision is is wrong if the ruling states now that the decision in the Old Firm game was right and the decision in the Aberdeen game was wrong, then the decision in the Old Firm game is still right. I don't know why that's used as proof to um, to say that it shouldn't have been or it should have been a penalty. In terms of what Stu said as well, what's your thoughts on that? I don't think the trajectory of the ball changes too much. I'm not debating that it doesn't brush his hands or anything like that, but surely if it's a handball, the ball is going to move and it looks like it just sort of kind of goes as well. So uh, Stu's right. I would be raging if it was one that we didn't get. To be fair, haven't seen the rule and I'd probably still be raging about it, but surely you would at least say, right, well, fair enough, it, that's what the rule is. Um, what was your thoughts on it?
1: Yeah, I, I do agree. I probably would still be raging, but I'm not quite sure I would be kicking off with this huge, it's a massive conspiracy against us um, thing because the thing is we are, gets things wrong. We've seen incidents in the the English Premier League for example, last year there was a what everybody thought was a handball by Cancelo against Everton, and that that wasn't given. It doesn't mean there's a conspiracy. It just meant that VAR, for some reason, has their interpretation of what has happened is not a handball, um, and we just have to accept it. It doesn't mean that VAR is not fit for purpose. It doesn't mean that there's a massive conspiracy against Celtic and Celtic are not the only team in this league to get bad VAR and or on-field refereeing decisions against them, no matter how much they shout about it.
2: That's the thing that I find quite interesting. Of course, people are going to be biased towards their own club and they're only going to pull up their decisions, etc. But to say that there's three decisions that they haven't had and there's no way that evens out over the course of a season, well Rangers had a a goal offside in the first game of the season with John Lundstrom um, sent off incorrectly as well and I think there was at least one goal in the Aberdeen game um, at the end of October if I'm not mistaken that um, we should have had so they do even themselves out I think this is quite a complex one it's obviously quite high profile I think the toys might be out the pram a little bit anyway because they weren't as good as they thought they were going to be in the game so um, there's probably quite a bit of that on it um, Michael Beale's press conference today. Um, his response to it was was quite good, I thought. He said, "I thought John Beaton and the other officials managed the game very well." There are always some things you think that go for you or against you, but when you read the rule, it seems like they got it to the letter, which I think is is fair enough. Um, there's not really anything overly biased in that. So um, let's move on. Hopefully, everyone else does, but I think we know better now um, <laughs> that they won't. Stuart, it was press conference day. Michael Beale said a lot. Michael Beale always said a lot. <laughs> um, a, there is a lot to to go through. Um first of all, um he was or, or not first of all, but the injuries always dominate these press conferences just now, just because of how many there are. There's some good and bad news in there. Um John Suter and Janice Hadji look to be the closest to uh, in terms of getting back onto the back onto the field I think they're both now in full training uh, as of this week and he's hoping they'll be ready for selection towards the end of the month um not any news on Ridvan Yilmaz. i have seen from social media he's he's back in Turkey just now therefore I'm guessing nowhere near um a first team place I think he'd another couple of weeks out at, at best estimate so I think we're looking at at least a month for for him which is which is a shame um Although we've got Barisic back and obviously we've got Adam Devine. Um, in terms of some of the other updates, uh, Nnamdi Offerbo, said it's still with a specialist. It's obviously quite a serious condition, etc. There's no update on that for just now. I think that's now 18 months that he's he's been here, so I'm not sure what um, is going to happen with, with that one. But one that's bad news for us, I think, or looks like bad news, and I know you're a fan in particular, is Tom Lawrence has felt some discomfort and is off to see a specialist, I think. Rangers fans know how these things go it's never off to see a specialist and he's going to be back on time or going to be back early I think it's off to see a specialist and we're looking at a bit more of a setback Um, he was due I think to maybe be the end of this month I think that's looking pretty unlikely now
0: Yeah I'm really disappointed with, with that because you know that it was just the end of the Ross County game back in August, September, wasn't it? Yeah, Just went down and we thought oh, maybe struggling for next week. Um, <laughs> it's gone on six months. Um, It is it's really disappointing because he was the sort of the one that was really standing out of the new signings and had given us something that we've not had for a good number of years. The link middle to the front, the goal at Easter Road, for example. I've not seen a Rangers player score a goal like that, just coming in at the right time for so long and Ah, it's hugely disappointing. Um, you're right what you said about the specialist thing. I just wish we would send our players away to see a specialist as they get injured because they you invariably end yeah. up there. Um, but no, and the good news, um, happy for shooter because he's obviously had a, had a bit of a nightmare at Livingston on that first day. I think we all knew that he wasn't 100% and then they've had to give him the time to recover and he hopefully comes into the team. I, the only issue is I don't really know where he's going to slot enough Golton and Davis are both fit. Um, unless we go to a back three, Hadji, um, I think we're all giving him time to really adapt. And I don't expect too much from Hadji this season. Um, anything he does would be would be a bonus. But um no, it's it's, it's certainly looking better than, than it was a few weeks ago.
2: I think with with Sutter it was uh, he said something else in the press conference today. He said he, he probably played when he shouldn't have in that first mm-hmm. game. Um, yeah. Obviously he didn't play very well and I think the couple of friendlies, he didn't look like he was at his sharpest either. So maybe that's something that we don't really appreciate. He's maybe just wanted to come in and, and do well. I think from memory, Hearts rushed him back for the Scottish Cup final. Um, yeah. It, at the end of the season a, as well. He so.
0: was out for three months, I think, and then he played the Cup final. We actually played quite well that day, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I think it played with Scotland and then got injured and was late worse for pre-season. And the... the the Livingston game, I mean he was up against Newbury that day and he, least, but he did have a bit of a disaster but I also think he had some more field stuff going on at that point as well so you can imagine he's keen, he's joined Rangers and he's wanting to make an impression so you're, you're going to try and play but um, I think he's got a much better manager in him who will give him more trust probably um, yeah. and try and accommodate him um, but again it's options, that's a that's, that's good thing.
2: Absolutely 100%. Borna Barasic was the, the player at the press conference today. Um I think I asked him a question how he he's obviously only been back ten days uh, or so, but I said how much different is it? Um obviously kind of going back to the future with Michael Beale being back in. And he he said um he is enjoying himself. Um he, he feels that the role that he's got under Michael Beale is one that suits him more. Obviously, fullbacks will be um most of the width, and that's something that that he enjoys. Um, I know you're a big fan um, those last two games I think he's played very well obviously a great assist against Motherwell and with that news that Ridvan is probably going to be um, a few weeks away at least there's a chance there for Barisic to get settled back in after the World Cup
1: Yeah I do agree that his style of play is suited more to a manager like Beal who does like to use the fullbacks and, and push them forward um, I think he did have a good game against Motherwell, obviously got the two assists and then he was all right against Celtic. I don't think he did anything wrong against Celtic, but I think his crossing wasn't quite as good as it was against Motherwell. But yeah, de- a definite chance for him to get in, cement his place, or and even just bridge the gap between now and Van coming in. And then I guess if he's playing really well, the manager's got a decision to make. Do I bring Redvan in or do I keep a player in who's playing really well? But if he's not playing very well, then we've got the option to bring Redvan in. Uh, so yeah, I'm quite <clears throat> I'm happy with him being in the team. And hopefully he can continue to contribute like he has since he came back from World Cup.
2: That's something that Michael Beale said about Tavernier as, as well, Stuart. He said the competition for places is now um heating back up. Um obviously in defence we've had no centre-backs for for a period of time and, and only really one, one or two full-backs, so um, the fact that we're now looking like only uh, Helander and, and Ridvan are, are out, it um, is helping. Divine can be a, a, a rotation option on both flanks until Ridvan's back. Obviously he'll be back soon, but he said for Tavernier and for all the players to be honest, they really need that competition. It's not necessarily that they would be resting on their laurels, but it's just human nature. If you know you're playing and you know there's literally no one in the building that uh, is going to play in your in your role then maybe you do get a little bit um, sure of yourself so that's what he said he's keen to um, have that competition on both fullback sides but then also I guess moving throughout the team too.
0: Yeah definitely I think um, we were speaking during the weekend like I think Tav's position's um, safe I, I, like he's not been in the best of form but um, I've seen some some wild takes this week <laughs> to be honest with you regarding Tav on there and his role and um, Absolutely He's made some mistakes. The goal on Monday was was poor. Um a lot of players would put their head down. He stepped up and, as Michael Beale said, he took a massive pressure penalty for us and um I thought he'd get better as the game went on. So his 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 role's safe, but um, the competition thing is is interesting. There's a lot of players who have been first picks if they're available and hoping with some new signings that they become squad players because their places getting taken by somebody else. So if you're if you're looking at your bench and you've got players like sort of John Lindstrom, Fashion Sakala, for example, it's a lot stronger than having Scott Wright and James Sands who've been criticised this week. Um so I absolutely I'm I'm all for competition and if MD's pushing them then yeah, we, we we absolutely need that because football players are only humans and if their place is safe then you know the, the yep. level will drop.
2: He mentioned as well, I think that was a couple of weeks ago, Joe Lackroof. Lawrence Haji Lowry as well coming in. He could yeah. have a brand new front four if he wanted to, um, or at least rotate it. And with the fewer amount of games as well, it's pretty easy just to even give a player four three or four days off now. Um which oh, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't really do. I know we've got um big cup games and stuff coming up, but um a home game against someone, if someone's struggling, you can give them the weekend off even and get someone else to come in and then you've still got a full week to prepare. So it gives you a little bit more flexibility, hopefully. Um Laura, the other big thing from the, the press conference was was recruitment. Um, I was quite keen to to hear more about this because we know Michael Beal loves a soundbite and we know sometimes things can be taken out of context Um, you had said last week uh, just after the old firm game actually sorry um, two or three signings coming in he wants first team players players ready to go Um, I wondered if that was two or three signings coming in but I also want a first team player as well therefore it might be a loan it might be a young player and a first team player coming in but to be fair he, he batted that out of the park today and he said he, he's been speaking to they have been speaking to three, up to three players that they want to be coming in um, they've been doing that on Zoom and getting their due diligence done um, and he spoke about how it needs to be players that are ready to go um, not players at the top of the mountain and coming back down the way so um, obviously the proof will be in the pudding and just because you're 23 24 25 doesn't mean you're a, you're a good player and you're you're ready to go it needs to be the quality level that that we need as well but on the face of it Laura if the manager is saying he's basically close to what he considers to be up to three first team players coming in within the next couple of weeks I think that can only be be view, viewed as positive provided we have a little bit more luck with injuries etc than we did uh, in the summer window
1: yeah absolutely i think i Personally, I'm hoping that one of these three players, and I think everyone will be the same, is hoping that one of these three players is a central midfielder that can stay fit, because I think we are a little bit light in that area. Um, I think we possibly might move one player on in that area in this window, but (coughs) defensive there's any offers. So yeah, definitely would like to see one or two central midfielders, and I I don't know if the club are going to be in the market looking for for a striker, I don't know if it depends on what happens with Mirelos, but I'm just not sure if Roof and Cholak are going to be enough to get us through the season if Mirelos' current form continues. I don't know what you think.
2: Yeah, it's, I think it's an issue that we have all over the park sometimes. We've got loads of bodies in central midfield and we've got loads of players technically at centre of defence and loads of players up front, but it's keeping them all... Uh, fit, um, and, yeah. and consistent, which I, I guess is the issue. Um, Stu, the midfield is obviously the big thing everybody wants a, a player for. He was pushed in the press conference. Will it be a midfielder? And he didn't give um mm-hmm. he didn't give an answer. But what he did say was he wants to re- he said a couple of things. He said he wants I want to raise the technical level of the team and I want to raise the team's athleticism, and I want players with the right mentality to play in front of the crowd. Um, he then also said later on about Lundstrom playing through um Playing through the pain barrier against Celtic, no one really, um, or not many people saying how big a factor that was, him having to come off. Um, and then he said he is our only or most athletic player, or most robust player in the middle of the park. So yeah. reading between the lines there, it kind of feels like it's unlikely to get one midfielder who covers all of those attributes. So I'm going to put some words in his mouth there and say it looks, I would hope we're getting maybe a a, a technical midfielder coming in, but also someone that can give us a bit more, energy and a bit of dynamism in the middle of the park would that be the keys for you and where else oh, would you like to see strengthen
0: yeah for, for me it's, for me it would be two sort of central midfielders and a winger um we, we can't we can't be talking about will you respect jack and arfield and Kamara um again in six months um it's got to be he's mentioned it i don't know if it's just a really direct at the board and stuff but he's mentioned about first team players and he wants, if it is a midfielder, he wants that midfielder to come in and I assume partner John Lindstrom um, if it's two midfielders ideal because that is where we are badly lacking for all the plaudits the team did get last week against Celtic um, the first half it was still pretty glaring that we didn't have a lot going for us in midfield Um, and he's a technical manager, so that's exactly what he'll want. Um, I hope I wing it as well, um, because, it's so just a call and Ken, I've got the jerseys at the moment, um, but we do need a of quality. We've tried it with the aloe Matondo, it's not worked. Um, so we do need something in there as well. And I'm excited, I, I'll be honest, I'm pretty, we're all, obviously it gets excited with the new players, but not just for me, but the new players, I just kind of want to see some variation something different i know we all know how Rate this rangers team are going to play basically um might set up a wee bit differently but just to give us some like we signed players in the summer absolutely but by the celtic game i think what was it one or two of the new players that were starting that game in, in september yes. we need players to come in for available ready to go and ready to start available for the Semi final, for example, um, it's something we've not done for a while. We we generally do let players ease in, and we've seen players that have been injured and whatnot, and that this has to be the line that's drawn. So, but no, definitely midfield. Um, I think the defence will should be okay. I think he keeps mentioning Goldson and Davis. Um, I mm-hmm. think he's sold in them. Tav's the captain; he's not losing his place, and we've got Bonner and, and, and Yilmaz as well. So um, he'll not. He's mentioned he's not going for a goalkeeper. So. And in terms of the striker thing that Laura mentioned, um, look, I, don't, I, I doubt Morelos is going before the end of the season. Um, Cholak, be real interested to actually know what he does with Cholak. I someone's going to ask you on what your thoughts were. I, I can't really get my head around the way he's going to go with Cholak. If, if I keep hearing that Cholak is maybe not his type of striker, but then I think Bale will accept the end that scores goals, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, for me, definitely a winger to Matildas
2: yeah it's an interesting point again in Ferrin or or um taking things out of the equation that that he said he said no goalkeeper which is which is fair enough he's he's at pains to talk up the fullbacks um so i, I can't imagine again we're we're seeing big but not big money sorry but quality is coming in so we think well probably wouldn't upgrade the fullbacks right now as a priority um yeah. in that sense and maybe the same in the defense i did think earlier in the the week that it might have been a centre back because, like I said, we went through a period where we had one or, or none for, for a couple of weeks. But um, again, like you've said, he's quite happy with Goldson and Davis as the pair. Um, Suter is, is nearly back as well. Is he going to prioritise bringing in a, a player to rival even Davies at, at that point in this window? Not so sure. So I think we're looking at two in midfield. And then I probably mm-hmm. agree with, with you both whether it's an attacker Um, and a kind of number 10 type or whether it's a a a more um striker type, type skill set then I think it could be something like that will come in because again looking at it logically he's came in and said he wants to dominate games, he wants to play fast attacking football he's now getting the centre backs return that he, he, he likes it might just be a case of let's score more than you for a bit anyway so he mm-hmm. might want just that little bit more firepower in terms of Cholak, um, I don't know, he's, he, he had Lyndon Dykes for three or four months. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, that's what I, mean. big, I don't think he's going to be be too fussy. No offence to, to Dykes. They're, they're probably slightly different and Dykes is going to be a little bit more physical. But in terms of um, what they give, link-up play, etc., I'm, I'm sure Cholak is probably a little bit better with the ball at his feet. So um, I, I don't think that's a, an issue Um Chulak and Morelos, I'm not sure that's a partnership. I'm not sure Morelos and anybody is a partnership, to to be honest. So um, that kind of works too. But I I could see Chulak with Sakala and and Roof buzzing off him um, at various points. Again, Sakala, the quality is never consistent. So is he going to play every week? Probably not. Roof, the injuries aren't consistent. So is he going to play every week? Probably not. So that might lead me to think, yeah, possibly there could be someone coming in there who can who can play that role, um, which I guess would be quite interesting if we I mean if we bring in a athletic ball winning box to box central midfielder and a technical passer in central midfield and another striker, I think everybody will um be yeah. absolutely delighted with that. But absolutely. we'll need to wait and need to wait and see how how that goes. Um another player that's that's come in for a, a bit of a bit of criticism most of the season, Laura, but has been getting a bit of praise since uh, Michael Beale came in um, is Ryan Kent. Obviously, we know that uh, he is a, a favourite of Michael Beale's, and I think vice versa as well. He's a, a manager that he trusts and a coach that he trusts. He's had him since he was um, a young boy. Um, the general consensus with the fans seems to be that they would probably be favouring Ryan Kent. Um, getting a new contract, how have you thought he's done over the last uh, couple of weeks and is that something you'd like to see happen?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm in that camp as well. I would like to see that I can sign a new deal and stay with the club. Not sure how how possible it is. I think he has done fairly well, to be honest, since um, Michael Beale came back. I think it was the Aboriginal, game that and the Aberdeen game I'm sure it was I thought that he played I I thought he was excellent to be honest and I thought he was excellent for most of the game against Celtic and he got a, a wonderful goal that I felt his play deserved against against them so yeah I'd like to see him stay I'm just not sure if Scotland is where where Ryan Kent wants to be but I think, there's, I think with Peele, as you say, there's more chance of him re-signing than there was under Van Bronckhurst.
2: Do you know what I find quite funny, Stuart? I think Laura's absolutely spot on in all of that, but I don't think that Kent has been massively better than he, he was at various points over the, the the last calendar year. I think what you see is what you get. you will have a couple of games where he looks like he literally couldn't hit the stand, never mind hit the hit the goal, he'll have a few games where he's off boil, he'll lose the ball, try to dribble one too many times and then he'll have a few games as, as Laura said where he's played quite well to me I think that's what he's always been but it's funny how things flip depending on what's well, a new manager and this manager likes him and we've moved him into another position and he's doing this and he's doing that therefore he's doing really really well um, but I, I don't know what you think about it, it's, it's a strange one obviously I, I, know, I know you've been frustrated with him in the past, I know you're a big fan as am I but um I wouldn't say he's been Ridiculously fantastic In these five games That was County game I thought he was really Really poor um, I think that's just It's not an excuse But maybe that's just The type of player he is he'll, he'll go through Five games He'll have a decent goal A decent shot A decent assist Do a couple of good things And then have two games Where he isn't very good I
0: oh, Try to figure this Ryan Kent out man I would Give him a new contract The heartbeat First things first Because I think He's a quality football player but I think sometimes, it, like if you go back to his first season when he was on loan, like he had a couple of really good games against Celtic, but he was still really quite inconsistent and he was yep. still young at that point. But because of the games against Celtic, there was a massive clamour that we had to sign him, we had to sign him, and I was delighted we did sign him. But you have to remember that he's a winger and every single winger in world football has probably got a bit of inconsistency about them. And they struggle. I mean, look at for example, just an example Jack Grealish at Manchester City. Yeah. is expect he's he admitted himself he went there and expected to score loads and create loads but it's not that way because it's a completely different game when you're a, a top team and Kent does suffer from that I, I think there are more chances like I said about him signing now that Biel is here um, he is frustrating but I do think and I'm really guilty of it as well that my expectations of him are probably higher than what they should be because I'm expecting a lot of him I think he could do more so he's finishing could, should be better but then I look at it and I think, I don't know if you have got another player in the team that could have scored the goal he scored on Monday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think he's one of the only players in on the team that is capable of doing that. Um, because back to recruitment, we need more of it. But it's easier said than done. But no, in terms of him, I, 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 I really don't want the contract thing to drag on um, between now, like it did with Goldson. I know that Rangers probably took that as a bit of a, a win that, the, but it, we can't kind of really do that with every player um, I wouldn't be surprised for example if something did come in from in this window because teams will probably see him as an asset and probably get him in the cheap this month I um, think Bill, you might come from wrong did allude today he wanted this sort of sorted out really soon yeah. um, so we were up in the air but no for me it's it's a strange one he'll always get criticism he's never going to sign a new contract and turn around and be scoring 25 a season it's just not him but it does contribute i think more than what we all really it what we all see
2: yeah i think that's fair i think obviously we are more critical or, or we've got more expectation on the players that the players that we think are better or maybe the players that get a lot of praise we do like to to knock some some down sometimes there's also the transfer fee weekend as well which um is obviously always a big thing that 7 million pounds was it's a lot to spend for Rangers anyway. Um, but at, at that particular point, it's a lot to spend. Obviously, moving into COVID, six, nine months after we know how the finances went for the next eighteen months or so. Um, it's a lot to spend um on someone. So naturally you're expecting perfection in there. Um I'm the same as you. I've been a big fan, um, I have to say, over the last couple of months of, of Geo's reign I was I was happy if he um moved on and we could start afresh, etc. But um it's a clean slate for everyone as far as the manager was concerned and he said contract talks etc will be ongoing um, I would still if you put a gun to my head say that it, it, Brian Kent will probably sign and, and Morelos won't um, yeah. I'm not sure too many people will be um, too disappointed at that given how um, general mood around Morelos is at the minute um, Laura well, right, okay so moving on to, to Tanadice on, on Sunday then it's a 4 o'clock kickoff, which which um, a little bit strange for a, a Sunday in January but um we'll we'll go with it. What do you think in terms of um the lineup? Obviously nothing much has really changed, I don't think, from from Monday's game. Um maybe Cholak or Roof could could get a start on the team, but guys like Haji and, and Suter are obviously a couple of weeks away. Um are you expecting much of a difference? I don't think we had any injury issues. I think Lindstrom is taking injections and Kamara needs that that tidy up operation but it's not impacting their ability to to play games. So are you expecting much difference from the the lineup on Monday?
1: Um, I expect to see Cholak coming in, to be honest, in place of Morelos. And I'm um, 50-50 on whether Lundstrom's going to start. If he does have an issue that maybe a bit of rest would benefit him, I'd much rather he was rested ahead of the, the game at Hamden next weekend. I'm just not sure where we stand on the on the midfield front off the top of my head, I think we should be fine. But yeah, maybe see Jack um and Jack in the midfield and Lundstrom perhaps on the bench and Cholak back in for me personally. I think Sakala probably keeps his place after after some uh, Monday.
2: Yeah, I would say so with with Sakala Stuart, I think he um he loves that game. The manager said he, he does love that game. Obviously, he gets a lot more space in that, which we can play to play these strengths a little bit more. But I'd be surprised if he doesn't play. Morelos, I think, um he has been carrying that knock, too that was, was mentioned for a, for a while. So it might be that he does sit this one out and we, we give him a bit of time, probably Cholak, to come back in up top. What about midfield for you? Obviously, Jack and Arfield came... Uh, Jack and Arfield didn't start the game on, on Monday uh, and neither did James Sands. Can you see any of them coming in from the start or do we think we're... Um, will we have one eye on the semi-final with Lundstrom and Kamara or do we think we'll just go and try and win the game first?
0: It's uh, that's, that's a tough one because I, I think the manager manager spoke about basically getting through these first five games and then being able to focus on the training field. He's obviously not got Europe or anything to think about and hopefully has integrating new players. But for me, I'm looking looking at really how we're going to approach these games. I think me and you have spoke at length over the last year, 18 months, about how we've went to away games and it's been really miserable. In all honesty, our approach to them, we don't usually start them great and um, give teams an end we were before you know it, we're 70 minutes and we're chasing our tails. Um, I just want to see how we're going to approach it more in terms of controlling, for example, the first 20 minutes at Aberdeen, I thought was really good. Um, we lost our way a wee bit. Um, ugh, it's a difficult one. I, I I liked Lowry playing against Motherwell because I thought he gave it something a bit different in the midfield. I'm a wee bit I mentioned earlier on about Kamara and Jack. I'm am just a wee bit scunnered with that watching that because I do I think it's too side to side. It's too slow. Um, if Lawrence was fit, for example, he'd be there. Um, Hadji new midfielder, etc. It um, probably won't go with Lowry. I think Lowry's going to be developing um, and, and Bill will manage that so yeah uh, Lundstrom if he's fit i will play Kamara he, he lost Kamara Tillman don't see many changes the only one is Cholak or or Morels. um and I would personally go for uh, Cholak because I don't think Morelos is given us what he used to out. not just in the box but outside the box so I think it's time for him to get a shot
2: Yeah I would agree with that um, Laura not to Ruin anyone's Friday night, but looking back at the the head to heads, etc. I don't think we have beaten Dundee United at Tannadice since September two thousand and eleven. Obviously, um, we have uh, a couple a relegation for them, and then us not being in the not being in the division for a couple of years as well. But it is a place that I think,
1: what about the game? That Tav scored the free kick that we won. Oh yeah, sorry, you're right, (laughs) you're right. How
2: could I forget that?
1: (laughs) Exactly, Um, Adam.
2: (laughs) So we've won one. Okay, fair enough. Um, but that's gone back maybe I don't know six or seven games. Um, we did struggle in that game uh, under under Geo. Um, it was a very Van Bronckhorst performance, I think, in that one. We it was very reminiscent, I think, of that St. Johnson game just before um, he got sacked. Where we I think we started okay, they got a goal and we just huffed and puffed. Um, obviously, we probably should have had a goal later on as well with Diallo uh, not squaring it but um, it is a, tif- a, a difficult place for us to go Um, however the manager said today he's like getting to that Celtic game and getting the, the sort of festive period out of the way, the game's coming thick and fast it gives us a little bit more room to grow Um, are you expecting to see a bit more tinkering in terms of, of tactical style, are you expecting us to go and try and Ross County was a wee bit more of a safe and secure. We'll get a we'll get a win at by any means necessary. Are you expecting us to go and put on a bit of a a show um, and try and sort of set a marker down in this game, given it's the first one of this weekly cycle?
1: Um yeah, I certainly don't think that we'll be as reserved, shall we say, as we saw at times under Van Bronckhurst. I would like to see us go and the whole we'll score more than you um, would be good I think hopefully we go for we we losing what I'm trying to say here uh, we go out and attack them and hopefully see some nice football because at times I was finding it under Geo it was just boring so hopefully you can start to get that sort of type of play in that's exciting to watch like you, <coughs> I know you're kind of up off your seat expecting to see something for a change, whereas I found in most of our away games recently, it's just been, you're just not expecting anything and you're just meh.
2: Yeah, sure, I think that's that's kind of what you, you mentioned earlier on, it has been a little bit turgid. so if we can get as many attacking players on the, on the pitch as we can, get them all working together, we've obviously got a few big cup games coming up as well, so you could say, or we might use this as an opportunity to give a few players minutes or rest a few players, but at the same time, if it was me, you're kind of wanting that continuity. Tillman's been playing quite well. Kent mm. is, is looking good in the middle. Sakala has been been playing. If we can get those three working together with whoever it is up front, um, and we use this game as a bit of a, a bit of an example of that as well, then it will stand us in good stead for hopefully, as, as Laura said, trying to put on a, a show more in these games rather than just getting through them.
0: Yeah, consist- I think consistency selection will be important. And, and you'd hope people like Tillman and Sakala would take, Kent would take real confidence from that. I just, I just I feel like Rangers have been playing for 20 minutes, half an hour recently. And when we do, we look good. Um, If we can just expand that, even an hour (laughs) of play, I think we'll be fine because when we play, we tend to be ahead. You look at the first 20 minutes at Aberdeen, we were good. We played for 20 minutes against Hibs in the second half. We got two goals. Done it against Celtic the other day. Got two goals. So when we do it, aggressive in our approach I just hope we can start games like this like Sunday coming um, because it will breed confidence um, Get into Hamden and that's what it's all about and then before you know it if you get a couple of new players in as we've mentioned um, things look a bit better than than how we did feel a couple of months ago that will be for sure
2: definitely definitely goals don't seem to be the problem just now so if we can keep those going uh, and hopefully goals and davies um that partnership starts to uh, blossom again as it was earlier in the season then fingers crossed we will be on a decent thing there uh, okay that will do us for tonight uh, laura thank you very much for coming on
1: thank you very much for having me
2: no worries and stew thank you a
0: pleasure mate. thank you
2: and to everyone else, I hope we have a good weekend. Um, obviously you've got until Sunday night for Rangers to potentially ruin it or make it a good one. But fingers crossed, you all have a good, a good weekend. And Dave will be back on Monday to recap the game on the flagship show. Thank you.